In this podcast interview, Brooke and I want to give you as many tips, as many suggestions as we can to not only lose weight, but truly become healthier. And so that most importantly, you can feel your best. Weight loss and being healthy on the inside doesn't always mean the same thing. There are so many unhealthy diets, ridiculous weight loss pills and supplements that you don't need. And in this episode, we will teach you, inspire you, and hopefully motivate you to make more healthy and informed choices going forward. My guest is an incredible mother of two of twins. She lives in Texas, and she helps entrepreneurs with low energy, burnout, and out-of-whack hormones. People who think that they've tried it all, aka your host, <laughs> which is why I'm really excited to speak with Brooke. Her knowledge and her experience with her clients and, and well, herself, is going to be a really awesome perspective to learn from. Brooke is a gut and hormone specialist. She is an exercise physiologist who creates custom plans to get to the root causes of gut and hormone imbalances. I really love how she customizes your plan because I do the same thing with mine and I love how she educates them so that they understand and they have a sustainable approach. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Brooke Williams. Brooks, she is known as the body fat mechanic because I'm assuming she fixes and helps so many people with their hormones imbalances, which is really creative. I love that. Hi, Brooke. Hey, Dora. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm so glad that we try- finally found some time because is that right? you've been one of those people who I've had on my mind for an interview for, I wouldn't even say it's months at this point. I'd say we're probably past that year mark. We've been connected for a while, but life is busy, right? Ever since all the COVID seems to slow down, I feel like this last year has been so, so busy. And I know you've been busy too. I was just introducing you, explaining that you're a mom of twins and you're also an entrepreneur yourself running your own business. So first, do you want to do just a quick introduction and then we can dive right into the hormones and just the overall women's health? Yeah, absolutely. I believe it'd be very important to explain exactly who I help and what I do. Um, definitely being an entrepreneur um, and being a mom of 19-month-old twins. That's why Deidre and I could not get connected at all was because of twins, me chasing them and running around. They run opposite directions. So that's very fun uh, <laughs> to chase them both. I appreciate your time and your time is valuable. And I just knew that we've been in different areas for a while, but we have so many similar interests and we are helping similar people. So just being able to just take some information from you, obviously, and hopefully help some people in the process when we can chat. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been Uh, busy. You're a mom yourself. You tell me, okay, first, Lee we need to start with hormones imbalances. So how did you niche out to this? How do you, how did you get down to realizing that this is what you want to help women with the most? Because it's the root cause, but I want you to explain, you know, how 
anybody, even ourselves, like, how would we know if we even have a hormone imbalance? Yeah. Um, let's start with where I niched out. So I was noticing my clients were not losing weight. Um, the clients I normally get are the ones that are the toughest cases. And it's a reflection. It was mirroring myself. So if any of you know about um, just energetics or anything, a lot of people in our lives are mirrors. And I wasn't picking up on that's what that was. And something was actually wrong with me internally. Um, and what happened was I tried to get lean for a bodybuilding show and it didn't happen. And I got sick and sicker and sicker. And I eventually could not wake up in the morning hardly after 12 hours of sleep and I would be dead. I literally felt like if I stood up, I would fall back down. So what happened was I just kept looking for mentors to teach what's going on with me. What's going on with me? Doctors aren't, e aren't even giving me an answer. They just think I'm crazy. What, what can I do? Who can I talk to, to figure this out? And I found a few mentors, um, tried a few out and it's like, no, this isn't working. And then eventually I had one that worked for some time for a few months and then corrected some of the hormone imbalances. And here's the thing. Um, it's deeper than that <laughs> is what I found out. So that was actually how I branched out and I had to deepen my knowledge more and more because the people showing up at my front door were not easy cases. They weren't just, I want to lose weight. They were, Hey, I want my thyroid issues uh, reversed. I want the nodules on my neck gone. I want all these things removed. I want PCOS reversed. I want all these things done and I want weight loss too. And my fatigue removed, but nobody's giving me answers. So it really forced me to branch out and actually figure out how to reverse all these issues for people. So when we talk about figuring out if it's hormone imbalances, it's actually a little bit deeper than hormone imbalances. It's much internal. It's the organs that are really, um, getting all the pressure here. And that's from, uh, and we can, we'll definitely deep dive into it. I'm sure, but viral loads, heavy metals, and any pathogens in the body, any toxins and chemicals, that's, what's really doing it. Right. And then that causes us to feel terrible. Like you said, like, it sucks that it has to be, you get to that point before you're like, Oh my God, something's wrong. But that applies to so many of us. We gain certain weight and then we're like, oh, now I need to lose it. You kind of get that wake up call. And I've done the same in my journey. I think that's my favorite part is you learning things about yourself while you're working with these amazing mm -hmm. people that you're relevating with, right? You're helping them at different parts of their journey, but you're still learning in your journey too, right? And I actually stopped doing a lot of my social media and it was one main reason of my own figuring out stuff. And another main reason though, I have to say was I had such a bad hormonal imbalance that I had skin. My acne was just painful. I still have scars because that's how bad it was. But, and I knew something was wrong for so long, but I'm like, you know what? I am, I'm at a healthy weight. I'm still struggling. Something doesn't feel right. My energy is low. Again, my face is so broken out and painful. There, there's something going on, right? And then mm -hmm. I had to keep digging, but it also goes into how we feel. And I feel like that's how it has to start too and end, right? Because a lot of, I'm sure you just even said too with your clients, they're not just coming to you for weight loss. I have clients right? I have plans for weight loss too, but I also have people who 
have different health conditions, who are at different starting points, working out, not working out, different kinds of weights. Um, But every single one of those people just want to feel better. That is the the real overarching thing. They want to wake up and not feel like they're very tired all day long. You have two 19-month-old children plus a business. Like, how right. do we, how do we do it? You can't be tired and sleeping that long. And, you know, you can't function that way, but something has to change and something needs to change. You have to have that urgency to want to feel better. I feel like that's the overall goal and starting point for you. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't have any desire to even, eventually a lot of women just get to the point where like, I'm just dealing with this chronic issue and they label it because the doctors label it some type of diagnosis that chronic illnesses that they have. And they're like, I'm defeated. I'm sick, sick of it. I've tried everything. And each time that I try to even lose weight, it comes back with a vengeance. And then on top of it, I get another symptom. And that's the thing that we need to focus on unraveling, especially as what we do, we need to give people answers because honestly, everybody's getting sicker and sicker and they're not able to take care. Women aren't taking care of their babies, let alone businesses. Are you kidding me? So it's time to give women that power. I love the way you said that. And that's so true because it's not about that like all or nothing extreme. Even if you lose the weight, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're healthy on the inside. That doesn't mean that it's going to sustain. It doesn't mean that you're actually feeling better, right? Not at all. Like eventually you're going to try it a couple, three times and then your body is going to say enough and not even wanting to lose weight because there's so much wrong internally that it's not going to give you the option. It's like a protective mechanism is what it's called that your body is keeping you safe from trying to lose weight or do any more damage. So it's like, Hey, right. It is defeating. If you're putting in all this work and you're not seeing the results, you're like, why, why do I bother? And that's what I think hurts me the most. It's like, then they're not exercising, which makes, puts more to the fire, right? Then you Mm -hmm. feel worse. Then because you're not exercising, you eat more junk and you crave more junk, right? And it's this ball that makes all of you trying to get feel better, feel even harder, right? Whereas you want to do the opposite. I feel like I'm just constantly trying to tell people like, you do not need to be perfect. You don't need to go from Mm -hmm. one extreme to another because that's defeating and that's not sustainable, But if you can just pull on like a few things right now and make some sort of tweaks and changes in a few areas, they will work together. Exercise does become eat easier when you're eating foods and nutrition and actual substance for yourself and sleep will get easier if you're exercising. They work together. But the problem is, I think, for so many women is they don't know where to go from either that zero point to that happy medium or even like a, you know, to, to gradually that get there. There's just this gap in our culture. It's like you're nowhere or you feel like you got to be perfectly tracking your food and eating perfectly foods all day long. It's a gap. Absolutely. And I do believe it's super confusing for everybody, especially when everybody is all over the place. That's what it feels like. It feels like the wild west and the fitness and health industries. And it's just, everybody has different perspectives and theories and how the body should actually work. Um, and whether you're on the macro trend or not. 
Well, I mean, I honestly, my older clients are my favorite clients, but they are definitely the more skeptical ones because they have tried it all where it's like, you know, the Atkins diet was actually working for people. So they've kind of seen all perspectives, but they're also incredible because they have seen all of the things and they feel like, you know what, what do I have to lose to try? They drop that, you know, that any form of expectation of this worked before. And I think all of us need to do that. I, I struggle with this myself. I think the only reason I was able to truly be like, okay, you have to finally look at your groups, food groups differently. You need to stop, Mm -hmm. you know, drinking this that's not healthy for you or really like accept it. Right. Cause I've heard theories, but I, you know, you still do what you want to do until you realize you have to make a change to be able to yeah, see it's not working. <laughs> something's not working. Right. And, and slow it down a bit. Exactly. Yeah. So do you recommend when you're struggling with a hormone imbalance, when you feel like you're at the very start that taking just one or two little areas and working on them at a time is the best route to go a more gradual approach? Yeah, absolutely. Taking little tiny mini steps and then working up to um, everything else because it's just going to pick up. The winds are going to add up and then you'll eventually get to a new lifestyle one and then it's gradual. So you won't want to just run the opposite direction and go back to your old habits, but then you're actually getting somewhere and making those tiny steps count versus just, 10 steps forward, 20 steps backwards. It's the instant gratification of our society. I mean, things are not, they're just being more convenient, but that doesn't mean that they're being better for you, right? And I think when we take these gradual steps, people are frustrated that the results aren't instantaneous, right? Mm -hmm. But I love what you said there, because guess what? If you do it slower and you do it more gradually, you don't frigging hate the damn process. You actually enjoy it. You actually, it's, it's tolerable, right? It's not yeah. like I hired a coach and I have to be perfect tomorrow. And then when the coaching are done or is your eight week plan is done, you just go back to, no, gradually figure out how can you make your breakfast healthier? What are you really doing that you don't want to give up, but is hurting your health and hurting how you're feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Even the cravings that people get into too, it's not necessarily that they're even craving it or their body's craving it. It's much deeper and it's a deeper problem. So recognizing and actually understanding the education behind of what's going on is really important. So then you guys can really take huge steps, tiny steps, but huge steps forward. So then you're not, as tempted to go back to the donuts, the gluten dairy filled products that you see, like all, all those things that could really be hindering your health. Right. Cause we all have different, and I love that you do custom plans and programs because we are different and we need customization for these things. Not one size fits all. We all have different things that we struggle with. Some people are eating a lot at nighttime. Other people are just eating all day long and snacking on junk. Like we have these different struggles. Some people eat a really healthy breakfast, but I don't know, don't skip lunch. Or like we all have these different things that are probably a good starting point and can, and be fixed. Right. But 
we all don't need to change everything all at once because then how are you supposed to know what's what's working, what's actually going on that needs to be changed? Right. And it's like a trial and error method. We use trial and error all the time in business, like trial and error and everything in life is so important. And um, cutting the emotions, the emotional ties to what the outcome is really just helps. Whether it made you lose a pound or not, made you go up and wait, look at what happens and then test something else afterwards. Okay. Maybe that worked. I'm going to keep it in. Now I'm going to try a different lunch. Maybe I'm going to use potatoes instead of rice. Maybe that's the difference for you because vegetables and fruits are king. So like if you do that more, it's going to make a significant change versus using a filler food like rice and beans and things like that. So maybe try that out and go from there and keep making those mini steps happen. Right. And I think another thing I just wish more people would know too is if you're perfect right away, like what are you going to do later on? Like the the more you can gradually work up to your pace, like there's still areas that I can tweak and I'm still testing, but now I have my other steady, healthy meals and rotations and routines. It's easier to kind of pinpoint, right? But you have to kind of start somewhere and build up from that, right? I always yeah. say too, like, even if we're overeating on calories and you're not eating good foods, you don't want to start with just taking away right off the bat because chances are you're overeating on the unhealthy foods, but you're not actually getting enough of the good foods that you should be eating and that are better for your body. Mm -hmm. And if you are willing to make that change, absolutely go ahead and take out gluten or whatever you're taking out, whatever. If you're like, yeah, I, I just don't, it makes me feel like crap. Don't, don't eat it. Okay. So then, then you can keep adding those healthy foods instead that are nutrient dense versus just taking junk food. If you want to take that step and that's definitely up to you guys. Like, where are you at in your journey? Just, you can make those steps bigger if you would like, but that's however you handle change. Right. And everybody needs a different starting point. Everybody can handle a different amount of change at a time. Right? Absolutely. So nutritionally wise, what would you say are really important steps to take at the start? Oh, just the mindset around, um, especially if you're looking for weight loss and you have a lot of symptoms that we can touch on autoimmunities and everything too, but just knowing that, Hey, flip it around. What was made on this earth is the priority here. So fruits and vegetables are going to be your best friends, herbs. Those things are going to be king. I mean, you can put supplements in where you need to, but just focus on those first. Um, a lot of times I don't have my clients even have on more than five supplements because it just doesn't, doesn't matter at that point. They need the basics down. So knowing that first versus, Hey, I got to get my protein in. I got, I got to get my fats in start with the things that are actually on this earth for a reason and then add in and whatever lifestyle you're living, vegan, vegetarian, animal-based protein, whatever it is, you could fill around that with fruits and vegetables and you're going to watch your life just change. Like you'll get to a point where you're like, gosh, like I feel amazing. And that's the biggest point nutritionally I could make to anybody just on any stage. And I've, even when you fall off track sometimes, I said this mm-hmm. in a previous episode really recently, you do go back to the basics of knowing whole natural foods is where you need to go. Like, again, even if you're on vacation, that's when you're eating out a little more. I mean, you're still eating healthy, but 
there's more eating out. There's more junk foods that are not normally in, you know, in your body. So when you're trying to get back on track, go back to the basics of what's whole, what's natural, what's doesn't have a label at all. Mm-hmm. Right? Adding, adding those foods in first. Okay. I love that. I actually, one of the things you were saying earlier, I was going to say the same thing. Just go back to the basics of the starting point, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people skip it and they think, oh, I don't like this vegetable. Well, there's so many ways you can cook that vegetable differently or add spices to it. I get it. I get sometimes sick of chicken or <laughs> my certain foods too, but there's just w- different ways that we can mix it up and try. And you can get to that point gradually trying new recipes. It's not about that all or nothing one diet. Okay, I'm going to follow this perfect meal plan. Oh, it's like trying to jump to the ending of a movie without actually knowing the storyline and actually having it build over time. The best part is the journey. So if you're skipping that, you're missing all the delicious little pieces about it and all the realizations and all the lessons in the journey. So definitely don't skip what was meant to be yours. Right. Because even if you have a goal, your goal might move a little bit as you go, as you're learning right? And and it's so much more sustainable to stick to if you're, okay, instead of completely maybe taking that junk food out, maybe you're having it every couple nights or you're finding a healthier alternative instead of replacing it. Maybe it's just the habit, probably not actually the food, right? Same with our our meals. I think a lot of us, we we are a bit dramatic sometimes where we're like, okay, but I can't have this like perfect meal plan. I totally get that. You don't want to eat the exact same foods every single meal for the rest of your life. But even when you're eating unhealthy, chances are you just have a couple meals, a couple options that you're rotating with. They're just unhealthy options. (laughs) So when you're thinking in terms of how do I kind of work up to a level, where am I going to get to in terms of my healthy nutrition and improving it? You're just trying to focus on a couple meals, a different couple rotations, maybe. Are you a per- creature of habit? Like, do you, are you one of those people who love the same breakfast every morning or lunch go to? How often are you mixing it up? I mean, I would say every other month I'm mixing it up. And it's just, a, just depending on like if my little had a virus or something, I'm going to prep myself or if I came in contact with some heavy metals, I'm going to switch out my breakfast that are just super nutrient dense are actually going to help the problem and heal it. And then I look into more funner foods in the evenings. Like I love potatoes. Like they're so versatile. You could even make like pizza crust out of them if you wanted to like those things. That's um. Uh, that would be my creature of habit thing. And it's like the potatoes, especially sweet potatoes. <laughs> and that's the funny thing too, is we, a lot of people start from a perspective of like, they don't like their vegetables. But the funny thing is, is you can get really creative with your vegetables and make them yeah. taste incredible, right? Like even my, I have a sweet potato fry recipe I've made for years and years and years. And I still love it. Like the first day I made it, it's just the way you get it to perfection, way better than any French fry. I don't even care. Ooh, McDonald's, like these are the bomb. These are the best fries, yeah. right? And you get into, you do can love your food. It's it's a gradual thing that takes time. Your taste buds need to take time, right? If you're eating highly processed foods, foods from boxes, food natural, they're not even natural. Your body doesn't even know how to react to them. 
and you flick a switch, no wonder you feel like all your food is boring. Whereas if you're gradually adding more natural foods into your diet, you're gradually eating less processed foods, you're giving your taste buds, you're giving your whole body time to adjust to that. Yeah, absolutely. And your body is going to recognize chemicals soon. Like that's the biggest thing when you change over to a healthy lifestyle is all of a sudden you're going to try to go back and eat an Oreo and you're like, oh, what is this? It It doesn't even taste good. Yeah. You have to, yeah, but it just takes time to get to that, right? To Mm -hmm. work out to that. Because right now, if you're eating the junk, and it's it's the same thing I find personally, if if I'm not exercising as often and I am eating those more on more unhealthy than my normal, you know, you crave more of it, right? The more junk that you eat, you're going to crave more of it. Whereas it's feeding the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas if you're not eating that and you're not even starting with that or just not even saying, okay, I'm only going to have that handful. If you don't start it, you don't crave it. Your body isn't asking for more. No, it's, it's not. It's real. It's not your body. It's not, not you. Oh, this, I crave it. And you know, it's an emotional tie. I'm going to have it because I had a crappy day. Well, um, we're still feeding the problem inside. You're you're feeding the viruses, the bacteria, the pathogens that could really take over your body at that point. And so you're fueling them. So you're helping them grow. And that leads to more symptoms like the fatigue, the IBS. There's so many symptoms under the sun, hair loss. That's what's actually the problem there in your organs and you're helping them spread versus when you actually flip the switch and actually go to a new healthy lifestyle and fuel your your body with fruits and vegetables herbs that are healing you're helping towards the solution you're getting the solution and then all of a sudden you do that for a while you're gonna recognize i don't really crave that yeah and you're actually feeling better rather than eating those foods expecting to feel better and ending up feeling worse Right? Like workouts, yes, I get it. They can be hard to start sometimes, but you never don't feel better after a workout. You always feel good when you're done, right? Mm -hmm. And junk food, okay, it might be easier to start eating that, but you feel terrible when you're done eating it. You don't feel better. You don't feel your head's more clear. You don't feel like you have more energy. Yeah, you you just have like all like the negative emotions attached with food after you eat it. You're like, oh, this is so terrible. And especially if you don't know a lot about how your body works, you're just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I need to run to the bathroom, these things. I just have, I'm just so down on myself afterwards. Um, This is why alcohol has such a bad effect afterwards, after a while. Like those things, your body recognizes they're not good for you. In your mind, you're thinking it's a craving. It's a craving and I had a stressful day. So we're tying it to stress and then making that a new habit that we don't really need. And adding more guilt. Like as a mom, you know yourself, mom guilt is the biggest thing in the whole world. We all feel guilt though. And if you're overeating and you're eating foods that you know you didn't need, the foods that you knew weren't healthy, you feel even worse than what you did when you started eating them. Right. And it's such a vicious cycle. I remember nighttime eating was my thing for a very long time. It was like eat healthy all day long. I used to get my workouts in and then emotional eat at night. And it took me a long time to get out of that. And even when I was eating healthier, I was replacing it with healthy alternatives in the night, really associating that I felt like I had to eat before bed. 
Right. And I had to like reel it back and like realize, okay, like this was a long process of, of getting out of this habit, but it took time of filling in more nutritious meals, you know, figuring out what was actually going on then, how to eliminate it. It it took time. It takes a while. I think mine was like um, chocolate at the end of the evening. I also was a big caffeine addict at one point in my life and I used to hide it. And that didn't, that ended up horrible, by the way. Like I just, I shot my adrenal glands down and I couldn't function. So, well, we uh, try it though. Yeah. yeah. We, lear- we learn from these things though, right? At least. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It- but it, it's hard because, again, there is going to be inconsistencies. There is going to be, I think, the mental health. And again, that's probably the biggest reason I started this podcast is I knew there was help and support with regards to weight loss. But it is a mental thing. There's oh, so much so much mindset to all of it, right? It's It's important that you have a healthy perspective, even when you are losing weight. Why are you really doing it? What is it going to change for you? You know, like a feeling you want to feel better. You don't necessarily want to just lose weight on the scale. No, what's what's the deeper reason why you're doing it? Is it to live longer, to chase your kids around, being able to, being able to have some time to yourself and actually function after you watch your kids and be able to have those mom times? Like, what is it that you really want out of this experience? And that's where that should be top of mind almost always if you forget and you're struggling through part of the journey or taking something out or adding something new, like, Hey, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my business. I'm doing this for my husband, my spouse, my partner, whoever it would be. List that off and keep that top of mind, even write it on a sticky note and put it in on your fridge, wherever you see it in the morning or your mirror. So you remember why. Right. So and remember that it's the feeling too, right? It's it's the feeling that you're striving for, for your family to mentally be able to show up for our families, energy-wise, of course, but mentally to be able to show up as our best version of ourselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. And to also like when, if you guys can remember when you had energy back when maybe high school or whenever it was, and you could do so many things and like, Oh, I'm getting older. I'm getting less energy and not actually be able to function as much. This is what age is. It's really not. It's just all these things leading up to this point that you took action on and didn't know was actually a hindrance to your health. The foods you were eating, um, the things you're consuming, those things really matter and your habits do too. So when you get all the way to this point, that's what we want to undo it and actually feel good again. Back when you did in high school, it's possible to have that energy. It's possible to actually wake up and be super quick witted and on your A game. That's all possible. And I want you guys to know that like there's, not a doubt in my mind that any single one of you could not get to that level. I love that. And I love that you're inspiring and helping people to get that. I, I've, I'm trying to strive and I'm striving to support that same message because it, it's unfortunate because, again, we both know what it feels like to feel like that's not possible. That belief mm-hmm. isn't there, right? Because, again, we've tried different diets. We've tried different methods and they don't maybe haven't worked for the past. They are not sustainable. You didn't feel good when you were doing them. But the good thing is about that is that you did learn from that. You know, okay, this didn't work for me. This I can't possibly do. But now you know again, 
more roots on that, what could work for you? You know, it's not a problem or it's, it could help you if you took a few things from a different, you know, different areas that you've tried before that worked. Maybe you like doing workouts at home. Other people like doing them in the gym, in the mornings, in the evenings. Maybe it needs to be lunch hour. Like we're just all different, but you got to figure out and you got to keep trying to figure out what works for you. Yeah. And that adaptability mindset is huge. That trial and error mindset is huge. Like it doesn't always have to, I've, I do believe I see a lot of people that I have to follow this X, Y, and Z all my life. And you really don't really understanding the background of where food comes from. What does it do to your body? What's my body doing when I eat this will really help you understand. Like I'm going to take bits and pieces of information and be able to actually make this a lifestyle for me. Because honestly, I'm not going to go work out during my lunch hour, but you might. Like, I and being I'm not right. <laughs> and but we, I, I don't know why we're so scared to try that and be okay with the fact that what's not working for her or what is working for her isn't going to work for you, right? But I think the hardest part too is the consistency. And I, I also, yeah. again, I, I tried many times to create this awesome program for people that they wouldn't need support. They wouldn't need accountability. But I love helping people in the start. The start when it's the hardest, where they don't know where to turn. They don't know which steps to make. And I kept going back to it. I'm like, you know what they need? Some people, we need a kick. We need somebody holding us accountable, especially in the start. Because it is hard. Right. I'm the opposite end. I want the person that has tried it all because it's going to be like magic to them. Well, we work together and all of a sudden everything's reversed. And like, oh my God, I have my life back. And oh my God, this is amazing. But that's great too, because you, they know, again, you just have to help them recognize what worked and what didn't work and what's the next steps. Yeah. Right? And how to make it sustainable long-term. Otherwise, like, honestly, that's one of the biggest things about my programs is sustainability. Because that's that was a core thing that I wanted that I searched forever, mentor after mentor, and could not find sustainability. I just got sicker and sicker. And that was the biggest thing for me. So like that's that's truly what I strive for and want for all of my clients to have and all the people I help is hey, you can do this for long term because you're gonna learn how your body works. You're gonna learn the ins and outs of how you actually function. You sh- you were should have been given a handbook in high school of how your female body works, but you didn't because they don't actually know how it works. Like you have to deep dive, and I'm here to show you so to make it easy for you. And that's just so beautiful to see that journey for each individual that has tried everything. That is so important for every individual because. Mm-hmm how they shouldn't need us forever, right? You don't no. want them to. You want them to I understand, <laughs> right? And even if, like, think about it, Christmas, it's not close, but eventually it will be. We'll eat a little extra treats, right? We'll have a little bit of alcohol. Something might happen later. So even if you're helping somebody right now, they need to learn it's okay to get a little bit off track, to have those few treats and still get yourself back on track or what steps to take right? To understand what foods make them feel good. It's really important for everybody to understand as much as they possibly can. Yeah. And not feel bad about going on an occasion, having a drink and working that in was a huge, um, differentiator for my clients to understand like, Hey, you don't have to feel guilty. They're like, Hey, I had one client tell me a bottle of wine just fell in my lap day before we started. And it just happened. I'm like, okay. Just like, you're not mad. No, I can undo it. Like the the power of that is just huge. 
And just seeing women just see their minds change. Like I can actually have the freedom around my health and it's not weighing me down every single day of my women life. Need that. So they need that honest window, that support, because again, we fill ourselves with guilt so far mm. too often, right? Of maybe not starting yet, of not having much optimal time or push, you know, pushing everybody before themselves, right? Oh, and not working. Like idea. there's just so much guilt associated with all of that. And we need an, a, a sh- an honest, like opened window for support in terms of that. Cause it is hard at heart first. It is hard to prioritize mm-hmm. taking time for yourself and working on yourself. But if we're not feeling good, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not able to take care of anybody. No, we're not sure. at all. We're, we're sitting on the couch sick. And then if we have a partner, like, you know what, they have to take care of them and then, or a babysitter or something. And we can't, physically be there and show up with our kids and actually be in the present moment with them at all. We're just stuck being sick and that's not okay. That isn't okay. And that is where you need to have that wake up call for yourself, where you need to keep going back to realizing, right? That it is for Mm -hmm. our kids. Yes, it's for ourselves, but we don't like to be selfish. So make it about somebody else. It's about our kids, right? To be able to, to do your day to day, keep up with a house, and do more, you know, spend your kid, you know, take them to the activities, do all the things that the to-do list never ends. But we just have to put ourselves a little higher up on the priority to be able to conquer all of that to-do list. Yeah, no kidding. Otherwise, <laughs> it just gets longer. <laughs> it feels hard. It feels long and it feels painful and it doesn't need to feel that way. So thank you so much, Brooke, for your time in this interview today and connecting with me. Um, I will be sharing this amongst all my platforms and you'll be able to connect all your links will be in the show notes of this episode. So any women, any entrepreneurs who need support and coaching, I am going to be directing them your way. Sounds good. Thank you for having me on. It was nice speaking with you. And I hope that a little bit of our insight, a little bit of our suggestions for your nutrition, your starting point, which feels like it's the hardest, um, or just all the middle pieces at any action, right, is going to help you that you're able to implement. This is at least going to inspire you a little bit to take some action. Absolutely. And if you need support from us, there'll be links below in this note. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks. Thanks.